стадиум Джункис. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, I got Jeff Burtis. Jeff, how you doing? I feel fantastic. Where's your energy, Tony? Where's your energy? It's 10.30 in the morning. I'm just waking up. You're so just waking up? Energy. There's your energy? Man, you need some coffee, my man. It's a great day so far. It's a beautiful day. The birds are chirping, sounding beautiful. It's not even too cold. Yeah, we're still in the pandemic. But we ain't talking about that right now. It's a great day. Oh, you 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 have you have an agenda today, don't you? Do I really? Do I have? Do I look like and sound like I have an agenda, my friend? Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of malarkey in the back of your throat right now. So bunch of malarkey. That's all you, my. That's all you, my friend. That ain't nothing to do with me. No. Oh, how, you, how you doing? Um, yeah, before we get this out the way, let's be honest. These wildcard games were pretty much not entertaining at all, except for two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, just two of them, and it was like the first and the, uh, like the, the one in the middle of Sunday. Like, those oh. are the two most entertaining games of the weekend. Yeah. Because these, besides those two games, all these were just ass-whoopings. Straight up ass-whoopings. I mean, it, it showed who's the contenders and who's the pretenders for real in the ones that were blowouts. And it's like those other teams that were there, they did not deserve to be there. Uh, Like, exa- like I'm not going to start with that, but the Bills beating up on the Patriots, but we're not talking about that yet. We're going to start with the Raiders and the Bengals. Probably, and, um, let's, be honest, let's be honest, Tony. This is probably the best game of the week. Um, Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, Especially with that like late late-ass whistle at the end of the game. Okay. I was like, first off, why was that whistle blown so goddamn late? I have no idea. Also, that preemptive whistle, I'm like, I think that was in like the second quarter. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, and that there's a little there's a little gray line there where you can't even review that. I'm like, it's excuse me. You can, I understand that you cannot review um, those kind of like calls because it's a whistle. Like, what are you going to do about a whistle? Um, it's it's such a weird thing, especially since they counted the touchdown and everything. That was um, that. I'm like the the heck. Um, that was something you that's something you haven't seen that often, Tony. No, not really. In it, it's just definitely one of those things where if the shoes on the other foot. They'd be at, reacting the same way. Yes, exactly. And um, it's just like, it, 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 hey, here's the thing, though. It happened in the second quarter. Thank God it didn't happen like in the fourth quarter because we would never hear the end of it. I mean, it we're still caught. not hearing the end of it because it's still being talked about every day this week. So, um, look, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> well, the Bengals won this game 26 to 19. 
they were just good. It was just good football. But the thing is that it was the Ra- the Raiders. They they had something going with Josh Jacobs. Why didn't they keep that momentum going? Like, had they kept running the ball to Josh Jacobs, they probably could have won this game. But they decided to be all pass heavy with their car and just just wasn't clicking. And the thing is, I think twenty nine for fifty four. Reach in one touchdown, first one of, interception. First of all, throwing the ball fifty-four times, bro. The that's just like, like think about this. Joe Burrow, twenty-four for thirty-four, two forty-four, two touchdowns. That's so much better. Like there, it sounds like balance. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. just the fact that. Joe Burrow throwing the ball only thirty-four times compared to Derek Carr throwing the ball fifty-four times. Get that? You're not. That sounds like one-dimensional. Like you're just so pass-heavy with uh, freaking uh, Derek Carr, and you have something going, Josh Jacobs. You're getting to be one-dimensional. You're getting behind in the game, and you're just things aren't clicking. And at well, the also, very end- also, some of those passes were going to Josh Jacobs. Uh, a lot of those passes were going to Darren Waller and uh, Hunter Renfro. What they were they were legit trying to play more of a West Coast style offense. Yes, that's I not understand. their identity. That's not their identity. A John, well, technically it is. Technically. Uh, a John, a John Gruden offense is a West Coast offense, um, and that's what they they never changed the system at all throughout the year, and that's what the system has been. They're going to rely more on the short pass game more than anything. But to be complete, to be completely fair, the fact that the Raiders made it to the playoffs after a mid-season coaching change or mid-season coach firing—that's heck of that's hell of impressive. Can't take that away from them without all the bullshit that happened all, between the John Gruden, between Henry Ruggs, and all that drama. Hey, you can't take away what the Raiders did, and um. Yeah, right. And then also we hear breaking news that they fired their GM as well. Like they're doing a whole system like cleansing of the the culture and the Raiders. So whoever well, Mike, they- Mike Mayock was not working as the GM. I the fact that I remember when they hired him three years ago, I was actually confused why they hired him. Um it was one of those things where he came from the NFL Network after, for, after being a draft analyst and a like scouting uh, guy for the network for years. And, like, if you wanted to get some like draft analyst from um, like anybody besides Mel Kiper, you would go to Mike Mayock. And when they hired him, I, I was just like confused. It's like what what is his credentials? Like, uh, what has he done to deserve that job? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it's like, really nothing. Really nothing. It's just years of football knowledge. And I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Guess what? <laughs> Shut the bed. Shut, Shut the bed. The... Yep. So, I feel like, you know, they they need, like, a culture change from top to bottom. They need to get a good GM. Get, I, get, say, get... I, I actually say that Coach... That they have right now can stay. I 
like the interim coach. I think he has. He did a good job. Energy. He has a lot of good energy. Um, now, going from one uh, team shitting the bed to another team shitting the bed, we're going to talk about them New England Patriots real quick. And uh, oh my god, shit! Tony, after um, the third, Tony, after the third quarter, I turned this game off. I was like, I've seen enough. This, uh, ladies like, and gentlemen, this game was forty-seven to seventeen. Um, I just want to go over some uh, key stats of this game. Uh, Allen. One, total yards. The Bills, 482 to, uh, to New England's 305. Rushing yards, 174 to 89. Turnovers. Bills, none. Patriots, two. Sacks. Okay. You know- Bills got sacked nothing. Bills did not get sacked. Patriots got sacked three times. Oh, 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 this one gets good. Total plays. The Bills ran less plays. 54 plays to 61 plays. Tony, here's my thing. With this game, the one, like, when the the Bills scored first, got that first touchdown, first of all, that was an incredible touchdown that where I thought Josh Allen was about to throw the ball away, but Dawson Knotts, what Talks. a what a catch. What a freaking catch to turn that from a to a throwaway play to a touchdown. My goodness. But the thing that really set the tone was when the Patriots were driving on their first possession and literally I thought this was a touchdown. Like he was trying to throw to Nelson Aguilar had the defender beat, but then the safety Micah Hyde made an incredible interception. Micah for you. And I was like, wait, I was like, wait a minute. With that interception, he just literally snatched the soul out of this New England D- New England offense and this New England uh, New England uh, team for the whole game. Because then they got into a hole. They had to, then the defense of the Patriots. That vaunted Bill Belichick defense, who was riddled with injuries going into this game, might I add. That shout out to Jacob for pointing that out. But just could not stop Josh Allen. This was the this is the vindication for Bills fans that they've been asking for. Garrett, you said you say you're happy with this with just this one game, just absolutely dismantling. New England. This felt like, hey, after all the years of the of you being called little, us being called little brother, you're not. We're no longer little brother anymore. You are the little brother. This sent this. This is the type of game that just sent a message to the whole to the New England fans and the Buffalo fans, saying, hey, Buffalo has arrived. They are legit. We are no longer little brothers anymore. You were about to get your ass whooped. And look, let's just be real. I think they have added motivation um, because of how close they were last year. They were this close to the Super Bowl. And this year, they want to change that. They have, they have to exercise a certain demon. Yeah, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, Kansas City. Speaking of which, uh, before we didn't even give praise to the Cincinnati Bengals, freaking Jamar Chase. Oh, oh my goodness, Jamar Chase was phenomenal in that game. Um, how how many good. times do I got to say Rookie of the Year? Easily, not even close. Sorry, Mac. Sorry, Mac. It ain't happening. You know what? He had take it for some, a bit, but take it, some he tips. had. Take some tips from old man Brady down in Tampa of how to play football. Yeah, Matt Jones had rookie of the year for like the like the middle of the season, but then Jamar Chase just took it right back. He's that good. He's that good. He's gonna be a great receiver for the long haul in the NFL. Um, like probably top or, top probably top five receiver already this season. Yeah, my opinion. Um. You know, like Tom Brady, all-time great quarterback. You know, down in Tampa. You know, taking. Well, I mean, this up on the Eagles. This game just seen like don't let the score fool you. The Buccaneers took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter, so they got like fifteen something point. So the Eagles got like fifteen something points, but Jalen Hurts looked so uncomfortable throughout this whole game. The running game couldn't get jack shit done. And basically, Tom Brady's like, hey, hey, you know what? Eagles, just you're nowhere near. You're not even close. Here's the thing. Here's a stat I didn't realize about the Eagles. The Eagles were winless against playoff teams. Playoff contending teams. So all the teams that made the playoffs, they were absolutely winless. They got de- they got decimated by the Dallas Cowboys, and I'll get to them in a little bit. <laughs> ah, but right now the Eagles, yeah, you had no business being there. You got bullied by the the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I thought you had a shot if you did the running if you played the running game quite well. But then I'm like, hey, you do not run against Tampa. That's just no matter what, and Jalen hurts. You just made some bad, poor decisions. Yeah. It, it, it Look, it was also like some plays where the pressure was in his face so fast that he had no other choice but to make some of those bad decisions. Um, Brady was also super comfortable in the pocket. Surgical, uh, you like the way you beat Brady is you got to rush with four. Did they rush with four? Absolutely not. not. Do you have also, the good? Do you have the corners? Here's the thing. It doesn't matter about the corners because when you have big boys like Gronkowski and Mike Evans, uh, you're not going to stop those guys. I mean, like, you have to, the way you beat Brady is you have to get pressure on him with only four. Make him uncomfortable and you got to play tight man-to-man coverage on the secondary. Now, do I, do I know if Brady and company can keep it up. I don't. I don't know. Um, I. I don't think. That, I. I don't. I want to say no because they. The receivers. I. With Antonio Brown doing what gone. he did, gone. with Antonio Brown gone with what he did, and Chris Godwin. We don't know when he's coming. Chris. Back. Go, Chris Godwin. It's just. It's Mike Evans and Gronk. That's literally it. And I, mean, I just Scott, don't know. If that, don't, I don't know. Uh, what is it? Scotty Miller's. Is a pretty good receiver as well, but I just don't know that receiving group that well. 
I don't think it's enough, but, honestly. But but Brady has done more with less, uh, aka his New England run. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give him shit, and he made it work. He did, and at um, least with Tam- I, I will give credit to Tampa. They make they make Brady happy. Yeah, that's true. Now, Tony, Tony, let's get it out the way. We them boys, Tony. We, I mean, didn't I warn you, Tony, about this game? I said it would be a close one. I'm not one of those people who said it was going to be a blowout. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're over here doing this at me. I'm like, "Mm -mm, wrong person. (laughs) <laughs> and all y'all thought I was crazy. Also, to the hammer, the Chris Rios, Jacob, you all thought I was crazy for taking the 49ers because I was, I did not trust Dak Prescott. Like I said, which Dak Prescott did I see? And lo and behold, Dak Prescott had the war, his worst game as a quarterback in the postseason, completing 53% of his passes. He looked like he, where was the? Can I get an APB out on CD Lamb? What did he do? Absolutely nothing. You only rush the ball. You only rush for like twenty-one plus times, and you didn't even get a hundred yards. Also, Dallas Cowboys. When you have less than a hundred yards rushing, you're like zero and seven. I will and say this. Enough. I will say this. Zeke was uh, playing on a PCL tear. And what about Tony Pollard? Well, he's still dealing with that foot injury. People don't realize he has a torn ligament in his foot that he's been playing with week to week. Are you talking about Tony Pollard? You're talking about Zeke Elliott. I'm talking about that was Tony. Tony has a has a torn uh, ligament in his foot. Zeke has something torn in his knee. Now you just make now you're just making excuses. That's the first I've heard of it. Tony Pollard's been dealing with that for weeks. But hey, didn't you score like 50-something points against the Philadelphia Eagles? Eagles aren't shit. We've clearly Eagles, talked about that. Eagles ain't shit. You put up 50 and 40 and 50 against Washington, Philly, and Atlanta. I'm like, trash, trash, trash. What do you do against the actual teams that are actually competitive and can make the playoffs? Lose. Well, let's 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 start let's start by this. The Brady plan of rushing four and keeping people fresh is exactly what San Francisco did. Exactly. Like Nick The the amount of times they rotated defensive lines, like they and I mean they would switch out four guys on the defensive line every few plays to keep everybody fresh. And when I saw the one, the person I was scared of the most was not Bosa at all. Fred Warner. It was either Warner or Eric Armstead. Jesus Christ, right. that dude. Eric Literally. Armstead scares the crap out of me. Um, also, also, Niners running game with the with the way Kyle Shanahan um, designs his plays with the motion and everything like that it's always confusing to tell where the ball is actually going to go because some of the plays that he runs are just different variations of that same motion like when they motion Debo in the backfield like on a lot of plays 
you never know. They might just be swinging the ball out. It's one of those things where they played their game, and we couldn't do anything about it. You, you, they played their game. They played bully style football, and literally the Cowboys folded. The Cowboys showed you who they really are. And over, like overhyped, overachieving team that just take care of business against the weak ass teams, but can't really do jack shit against the better teams. And also, 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 Tony, let me the before, Niners are let me hot. Finish. The Niners, Niners are hot. hot. Let, let me finish, though, Tony. Here's the thing, though. At the fourth quarter, Jimmy Garoppolo literally did everything in his power to almost give that game to you. Because Jimmy G turned it up. A poor turned into assume the position at a porn film and literally just almost blow to the freaking Dallas Cowboys. But Dak Prescott did not do did not show up. CeeDee Lamb didn't show up. Amari Cooper barely showed up until late in the fourth quarter. That's the thing with the Cowboys with the Cowboys. Like right. you get so well, behind. Hold on, you get, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just shut down that CD talk. That Niners DB that they had on him the whole game was playing out of his freaking mind. So CD wasn't showing up because he was being clamped. Literally, he was targeted five times in the game and he only had one catch. So no one catch. Like Cedric Wilson, Amari Cooper, and Dalton Schultz were Dak's targets of choice. Literally, Lamb was just. Lamb could have had another. Lamb could have had another catch. If, like I'm talking about that interception with Dak Prescott. Literally, had Dak saw the fe- had Dak literally saw the field. I think one of the uh, analysts was pointing out that CD was wide open to the right side, but he never saw. He never looked. He was looking at one direction with the trips on the left hand side, but he threw it inside to make a bad throw that was picked off. But he could have thrown to the outside and made an easy play. That's just that poor. That's just poor vision. And Tony, I have yet to even talk about fourteen penalties. Tony, really, the really in the, in the NFL. Really now, Tony, were, you saw the full game. Were any of those penalties without merit? No. That is just plain old sloppy, and that. But also, this was like the most penalized game of the weekend because it's not front. Like the Niners had nine penalties themselves as well. Um, nine, also, nine, pen- this, nine penalties to fourteen, Tony. Fourteen. Again, listen, I I've been looking at the stats for every game, and this so far is the most penalized game of the entire weekend. Were any of them without merit? Were any of them so egregious that you were like, hey, that's a bullshit call? No. So all of them had merit. Again, 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 Cowboys, the most penalized team in the NFL. Bottom line, you flat, the, the Dallas Cowboys flat out choked. Let's be honest here. You didn't, Dak played horrible for three quarters, then decided to wake up. But then it was too late, and Jimmy G did everything he could to give you give that game away. And then the way that ended, the way that ended, a quarterback draw right up the middle of the field. 
I don't mind the play, but you got it. Game situational football. And then you just, you mean to tell me you did not know that you had, the ref has to touch the football to get the, get it set to where he has to touch the football and then he set so you can make the play. But you just gotten, you got in the way of the ref. The ref is not an athlete. These guys are like in their 50s and 60s years old. So you can't expect them to be running up super fast to get the play going. You can't expect that from them. But you did, you roll the dice, you play, you went with a quarterback draw right right in the middle of the field, which was wide open because they're like, hey, if you want to go in the middle of the field, that's fine, but you got a clock sticking, no timeouts, but you didn't have enough time to spike the ball. They thought they were going to get reviewed, and then you got you had the audacity to complain about the refs. Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. I heard, like, Fans were angry at the refs for they threw debris at them. Don't do that. At the end of the day, they're gonna do it every time. They're gonna do it. Don't do it. Don't do that. Listen, listen. You can't say nothing because your Saints fans do the same thing. First, whoa. Hey, whoa. Saints did not play. You you want me finish? Okay, you want me bring that element? Let let me finish. Let me finish. They shouldn't have threw anything, but when you're drunk. You've been going through emotions during a game. This shit will happen. It's it's gonna happen, especially Cowboys fans. We we tend to overreact. I mean, just look at all the videos from home. Um, from, from game. Like, if you go on YouTube and just see how people reacted, people did not react well to this. Oh, I want with. But Tony, I also saw all those cowboy fans shedding tears, getting emotional. That was of course, because so... it's like oh. it's it, we played better than we had been in some years, and we thought we might have an opportunity. But also, felt... I always want to tell people it's been since 1995, guys. Still having. The... 11 consecutive playoff appearances with yet a single conference title. Just learn that we ain't shit. As a Cowboys fan, as a Cowboys fan, I have learned to expect the worst. Don't expect good. Expect the worst. This is coming from someone who actually had the thought to change his Super Bowl pick to the Cowboys and the Bills. I mean, look, let's be real. My other pick is not not alive anymore. One of them. Oh, is, your, your other pick is, other is dead. Your other pick is dead in the NFC. Here's we'll the weird to- part. It's like I have changed my like NFC pick two times, and my AFC picks, both of them are still there. <laughs> But Tony, but like, uh, let's talk about them Chiefs. Holy balls, dude! Um, yeah, I knew they were was, gonna put. It was, I, I it knew, was. I knew they were gonna put Bennett or Coffin, but Jesus Christ, didn't he? Tony, like that game was that game was entertaining for a quarter and a half, but then eventually they ran out of gas, and then the Chiefs just lit them up. That's dude. all I got. That's literally all you gotta say. Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown. Is, do I have to say anything else? I Travis mean, Kelsey really, threw a touchdown. 
like I said, the game was entertaining for a quarter and a half when TJ Watt made that play. Also, defensive player of the year. I'm just saying. Let me give that- you Patrick Mahomes' stats on the game, and I think this is brilliant. He was 30 for 39, 404 yards passing, five touchdowns. Yes, one INT, but five touchdowns and 400 yards in a playoff game when it's also cold as balls in Kansas City. Also, Tony, here's the thing. The Kansas City Chiefs had the same problem the Buffalo's Bills had. They were scoring so damn much that they ran out of fireworks. Also, can I can I give credit to Jared McKinnon, the former Niners running back, who has now been starting for the Chiefs since uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been out. This man had well over 140 yards of total scrimmage yards. He had 61 on the ground, 81 in the air, and a touchdown in the air as well. Travis Kelsey, 108 yards receiving one touchdown and then also a touchdown pass i do the hell you they got they got they got one of their offensive linemen to get a touchdown catch Tony, uh the point the point spread was like minus 12 and the chiefs covered the chiefs flat out covered i'm like wow when they click they they flat out click but the steelers big ben never 18 seasons was it like 18 seasons right tony yeah, something like that. Um, something like 18 seasons. Never had a single losing season. Nope. Big Ben, future all Hmm? Hey, first ballot, in my opinion. First ballot, easily. See him in five years in Canton. Exactly. Now, on to Monday night. The freshest game what of a, mine. What a disappointment. My God. I want people to go and watch the Manning cast highlights because um, as soon as look, the, Dwayne Johnson was on in the second quarter. You talk about that horrible throw Kyler Murray did with that. You talk about that. Listen, oh, I watched that live. Dwayne was give He gave a bit of a pep talk to Kyler Murray on the broadcast and immediately, immediately afterwards the the worst pick six you've ever seen in your life happens from Kyle and Tony. Like, did, Matthew oh. Stafford did Matthew Stafford did that earlier in the season. I'm just like, bro, just take the safety. Take the, just safety. Take the safety. It's not that oh hard. My. Take the safety. Um, one. He threw, like he Rams. Threw off Rams controlled the time of possession. They dominated Two. every aspect of this game. Yes. Don't even every, don't... every aspect. And also, the Rams got Odell Beckham Jr. paid. Oh, this oh OBJ finally gets his first playoff win and gets a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. Cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Also, that first touchdown OBJ made—that's just too easy for him. One on one fade route thrown perfectly by Matthew Stafford. One on one against the shorter corner. That's too easy for OBJ. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and then Cam Akers, what a... I mean, it's good to see him back. He had a torn Achilles earlier in the season. We didn't think he would ever come... We didn't think he'd be coming back this season, but man, he made his presence felt. My God. This was this just is, an That's absolute. the Cam Akers that we thought we were going to get throughout the season. 
before he like well before he got hurt. That's why yeah. I initially I had drafted him in my fantasy. But then he I got hurt. Did. He got yeah, hurt. Did. And but, I immediately was like, "Where's Daryl Henderson?" <laughs> like um, Cam, like like literally Cooper Cooper Cup didn't really he didn't enough he didn't find oh, it was just what the hell Car- what the hell Cardinals. Kyler Murray looked like he, he, no pun intended, he looked short in the spotlight, basically. Great. It's one of of those things that's going to be like fresh on the minds of Arizona on what not to do. And if they can focus during the offseason and actually get their heads out of their ass, I think they'll be able to come back better. But who knows um genuinely who knows uh um, I, I, well here's the would d hop make that much of a difference in that game yeah yeah he would um i think the way their offense runs kyler loves to use d hop as a distraction because oh. he will he will use him to off some uh, to get other receivers open because he could pump it. He can look his way and the cornerbacks will react because it is DeAndre Hopkins. We are talking about DeAndre Hopkins here. The eraser. Now, let's go ahead and get the prediction predict, of- predict next week's games. Now, I don't know. Actually, I did send that to you guys. So, um, I don't know it at the moment. Um, but I'm just gonna go ahead. Actually, I think I could pull it up. Just give me a second. Like you know, I'm stuck. You know, if I ah, go got look it, pull the- got it, got it. And it's in order on which days these games are happening as well. Let's get the Saturday games out of the way. Saturday, three thirty Central Time. First game will be again the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Tennessee to place the Tennessee Titans. This is all going to come down for the running game. This is all going to come down to the running game. Because if Derrick Henry and uh, For- Foreman go off. If, if Derrick Henry is playing, in my opinion, Tennessee wins this game. Period. Nah. nah I, if- I think he opens up that offense that much. I think if Derrick Henry is playing, period they win if they contain the running game Cincinnati has a shot at winning this game and I don't try like in terms of just quarterbacks just the quarterbacks mm-hmm. I I like Joe Burrow Joe Burrow a lot more than Ryan Tannehill also if you're wanting to know it's supposed to be a 33 degree day on Sunday on Saturday and uh, as of right now the Titans are a three and a half point favorite that's fair. I mean, that's fair. Like, my thing is, Tony, if the if the Titans rush for over 150 yards in this game, they win easily. However, if they can, if the if the Bengals can contain that running game, contain, not let them explode, and they contain that running game to like about 100, Bengals win. That's, yeah. But right now, is do we know what, if Derrick Henry? Who, who do you have, sir? Do 
Do, is Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry playing? More than likely. Oh, Henry, Henry, Henry. Titan. Who do you have, sir? That's, oh, Henry. I will take the Titans as well. Uh, now, next game, would be, Saturday. Would you be surprised if the Bengals pull it off? No. I'm taking that Not with I'll, I'll take the I'll take the Titans, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals pull this off. Now the next game is San Francisco 49ers heading to Green Bay, Wisconsin in a 16 degree night with 11 mile per hour winds. The play this, the Packers. This is a horrible matchup for the Packers. Yeah, it actually is. This is um, this is the one matchup the Packers did not want. I can tell. I I'm like, oh dear lord. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Not saying anything else. I'm taking the Niners. Uh, I'm taking the Niners. Is that what you want? Yeah, actually, it is. You don't want. That you is, don't want. You don't want the Packers in the conference championship again i i don't think they'll get there because of how dynamic that running game is and running games translate to cold weather yeah despite despite what people think and rogers doesn't have aaron jones he's not playing i'm gonna understand he's not healthy is he not healthy it's i'm I was asking you. Oh shit! We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that in a bit. But I'm still look. Packers are a six point favorite, and I'll take. Sit. I'll take the Niners. Sit. I'll take the 49ers to cover. I take the 49ers to cover. This is going to be coming down to a field goal because I'm like, this is Debo. The running game. I don't trust. I don't know about Green Bay's running defense, and I'm just like and also. Robbie Gold has never missed a field goal in the playoffs. Ah, this just screams 49ers upset. Exactly. Uh, ah. I, I, but I hope I'm hoping I'm wrong on this one because I wasn't wrong. I want Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I definitely don't. Um, no, wait, no, 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 no I it, my Super Bowl pick for preseason still live, so. No. Take Green Bay. No. He's taking Green Bay, people. He's taking no. Green Bay. No, no, My Super Bowl pick is still alive. I'm taking the 49ers in an upset because I don't like this matchup. All right. Now, the Rams and the Buccaneers. Rams. In Tampa. This is a revenge game because I remember the first game they played. It was in uh, the Rams, right? It was in Los Angeles, yeah. I but now they have OBJ. They're a lot. They're a lot more healthier. I'm taking the freaking Rams. I'm gonna take the Bucks. No, no. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks. Um, even though they are only two and a half point favorites, I still feel like. It's something about Brady. Never bet against all, Tom Brady. And also Never that bet. that Bucks defensive line coming at Matt Stafford is going to be 
way different than Arizona coming out. And now um, my my game of the weekend. Period. Five thirty Sunday. Uh, Tony, I will well, say that I will say this: whoever wins this game is going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I agree. Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, here's where it gets fun, Jeff. The Chiefs are only a two point favorite. That's fair. Over it's under is fifty five. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because both teams have been scoring like crazy. Now, I'm taking, I'll, I'll just get this out of the way. I'm taking the Chiefs. I got to go believe I, in my Super Bowl pick. I will take the Buffalo Bills. I think Josh Allen gets his revenge against the Chiefs. It'll be too easy for Patrick Mahomes. Now, Tony, I, there's the one thing we've yet to talk about that concerns me. How upset would you be if it's Kansas City, Tampa Bay again? Um, honestly, not because these it, this it, the difference between other years and this year is both teams had those moments of struggle, like real moments of struggle, and. Like especially Kansas City, like that's the thing that was pissing me off is their defense was awful. Mahomes was turning the football over like it was none of his business. Like he had never, like in his career, he had never turned the ball over like that. And now he's had that little bit of struggle. And if he gets there, he knows he earned it this time, like very easily too. He would have to win a world. He would have to win a world playoff game for the first time in his career if the Titans get through. Uh, now, um, if the, now if the Bengals now if the Bengals beat the Titans and it's an Arrowhead with uh, Kansas City and C- Cincinnati, oh, Mahomes easily. I think the AFC Championship game will be the Buffalo Bills traveling to Tennessee. I think it's going to be Chiefs traveling to uh, Tennessee. I'm hoping that Cincinnati travels to Kansas City. Now the NFC, I I want Rams pack Rams Packers. I genuinely think it's going to oh be Niners my god. Oh my Bucks. god! Ooh, Tony. Rams 49ers round three. Yeah, that's a possibility. Oh my god. Real possibility. That's gonna now, be entertaining. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about the National Basketball Association. Now, oh, now now that the Cowboys are out, Tony's all in on basketball. You hear that? Yeah. Right, it's basketball season. What do you expect? Oh yeah, he, he's like his team's out in football, so I'm like, fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck that. And let's talk about how bad the Lakers have been the last few weeks. I mean, they're still in the it, playoff spot. Well, it's to the point where even LeBron James is like, hey, we got to play better. We have to play better. Like they're when you say in a playoff spot, they're barely in a playoff spot. Barely. barely. They're a seven seed. They're at 500 right now. And 
legit. The only reason they're 500 right now is because they beat the Jazz last night. Hey, that's a surprise, right? Well, not really. The Jazz are not playing good basketball right now. They're um, not. Also, I yeah, hear like no. I hear like Russell Westbrook had a mean looking up. Oh, he absolutely. Like, after all the shit talking he's been getting from everybody because he's been playing like absolute hot garbage, he has like it was actually at the start of the third quarter. Literally just took the ball up and proceeded to turn on the Jets and absolutely hammer it left-handed on um actually I think it was right hand no it was right handed dunk um on Rudy Gobert and it, it, it wasn't it wasn't pretty it wasn't pretty because it was like ooh um but Frank Frank Vogel um is literally on the hot seat of all hot seats like if they don't get better the Lakers are already looking at moving moving on from him. Wow, fire! You're fired, fired. It's that it's that serious. Um, also, yesterday being MLK Day, um, there was a lot of good tributes around the league uh, to Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, yep. Also, also we always forget that like MLK Day for the NBA is one of their biggest days to play basketball. Like yeah. they have, they always start with the Memphis game real early too. God, dog. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, huh. Oh, really? Always, always. Every year MLK Day, there's going to be an early, early Memphis game. Early. And broadcast by TNT, right? Always. Um. Also, Stephen Adams is hilarious. Um, they, him, and, uh, well, John Morant and Tony Bradley of the Chicago Bulls were like in a bit of a scuffle. Brad, uh, ja was trying to get away from Bradley and um, who proceeds to step in the middle of the two? Steven Adams and he literally just grabs Tony Bradley picks him up and moves him wow <laughs> that's funny and I mean and I mean picks him up and, I, and I'm like what the fuck just happened <laughs> like he is tiny Compared to Steven Adams, apparently, and they're about the same size. It's just that brute strength, the um, power, and also like the trade deadlines coming up around the corner. Um, there's already been a move. Cam Reddish was moved to the uh, the Knicks from Atlanta. Um, now there there could be some other names on the market. Um, potentially a uh, one Ben Simmons could be on the market at some point as well also he's, he's open to sitting out for the remainder of the season i'm like he doesn't he's open to sitting out if he has to play in philadelphia like i, I want people to realize he's only saying this because he does not want to be in philadelphia man he's he's willing to lose money to not play in philadelphia and I don't think I, I I don't think Philly fans realize how serious he is. Um, there's also rumors that uh, center for the Indiana Pacers, Miles Turner, uh, could be traded uh, before the trade deadline as well. It's looking like that could uh, m- might be the Dallas Mavericks that might pick him up. Ooh, you like now? What what's the price for him? Why? Who? Who would you give up to get Miles 
Because uh, they're looking, Indiana's looking for draft picks, and it, it's since interesting. When, since when did the uh, Mavs care about? Exactly. We don't really have those. Also, Karis LeVert uh, is also available as well. Karis LeVert has been playing his mind, like out of his mind in Indiana. I, I want him to get a better opportunity. Apparently, Dallas is also one of those locations that could possibly go after Karis LeVert. What do they? Okay, you're you pay attention more to the Mavs than I do right now because of football. What do the Mavs need in this uh, trade deadline? Shooting. More shooting. Um, more shooting because um, our shooting tends to be inconsistent at times. Um, we have the big guys. So we have Chris Stapps. We have uh, Moses. We have. Um, uh, Boban, we have uh, Maxi, we have Dwight. We're we're good on that. Um, we do genuinely need some more shooting because I feel like the way Jalen and uh, Luca play, uh, a lot of the uh, off the dribble stuff that they do. Um, you need those guys who are going to be able to uh, spot up and shoot, and I'm hoping that Karis LeVert would be one of those guys if they decided to go after him. Um, also, um, it, it, it's just time to think about um, really what's next. Like, where are you going to be in three months? Like, because right need now, to start, they, we need to start thinking about April. We really need to start worrying about April. Playoff seating and all that. Playoff seating, exactly. Um, also, uh, looks like the Blazers may shut down um, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard for the rest of the season. Um, apparently, the abdomen injury that he's having, that he's apparently getting surgery on, uh, it's so it's super bad. But also. I think it has something to do if I'm because I, I did a little m- bit more research on this. The injury that he has on his abdomen is because he's overtraining. If you're you're overcompensating, basically, like you're well, trying- not so much overcompensating. I mean, overtraining, as in he's doing boxing training, and that is not good for him like um what was it uh i was listening to a radio show in uh, new york and the chick that was on the show actually sent videos of damien's boxing workouts to a like a like a doctor or like a physician and exactly what what he said was he is overworking himself does not need to be doing these workouts he is not a boxer and that makes sense that makes just sense sh- to me. just shut it down just, just shut him down please shut him down shut him down get focus on getting healthy you're working you're doing all this workout stuff and i'm like dave stop just just and apparently, stop. he's, he's, had, he's had this work. problem since last season. 
Uh, he had the problem going through the Olympics as well. It, it, he just needs to just like relax. Man, it's uh, just like, wow. Yeah. Also, apparently, a uh, possibility. I, I know the, the Brooklyn Nets aren't trading James Harden, but. There's been rumor and innuendo out there that James Harden would be open to leaving Brooklyn. Damn. Damn. And and apparently it's the only thing that I'm seeing is because of Philadelphia. He would love to play with Ben Simmons. Not Ben Simmons, um Joel Embiid. Whoa. Whoa. Ben Simmons, stop, but uh, nobody wants to play with Ben Simmons right now. So. No one. He's just. Uh, we ain't talking about Ben Simmons right now. Mm-hmm. But um, James Harden leaving Brooklyn for Philly. I don't know. How I feel about that. I agree. I agree with that. I don't know how to feel because I'm like. You have such a situation in Brooklyn where you're like, you have three. Also, Kevin Durant. I heard he's hurt. Yeah, he sprained his knee. Uh, he's going to get reevaluated, I believe, in like two weeks or something like that. Which is not, it's not too bad. It's not like uh, he tore anything. He just, he sprained it. Well, get better because Katie. Diddy's a superstar when he's on the court, but they also have Kyrie play part-time. Which, again, I will say it again, um, it looks like Brooklyn's looking into uh, paying fines so he can play at home as well. Uh, Which would not surprise me, and I know the mayor of New York City is trying to get uh, some COVID protocol changed, not for um, what is it? him specifically but more for unvaccinated people being able to work you know that that that's the real reason he's doing it but it would affect yeah, uh, Kyrie Irving as well that's why he's doing things but hey he does he's got to do what he has to do indeed um now let's Let's end this with who was your player of the week for the NFL this week, Jeff? NFL, the NFL, uh, player of the week, Josh Allen. I know I would like to say Mahomes, but that was to be expected with the Pittsburgh Steelers. What the Bills did to the freaking New England Patriots. Oh, I would like to hear what Jake. I want to, man, that was just disrespectful. I, I will go with Travis Kelsey. I think he just showed out. I mean, you expect anything less? Well, no, and also the fact that he got to choose a, uh, you know, he got to throw a touchdown pass last night as well, so kind of made it even better. In my opinion. Now, uh, look, 
we've gotten the playoff predictions out of the way. We gotten all this, all that. Now you guys get to listen to us talk about our socials and say follow us on all of our social medias. You know I'm not crazy about all that, but hey. Yeah. Get out of that. Get out of that. You gotta gotta like, share, and share with your fam, share with your friends. Yeah. Uh, That's the only way we get this bad boy to grow. I guess. No, ain't no I guess. Ain't no I guess. That's how we get this bad boy to grow. Share this bad boy with everybody you know. And have them listen to it and have them share it with everybody they know. And then onward and upward. That's how you get more people listening to the podcast. How you do it? Like follow oh, me on on uh, Instagram money. and Twitter at a uh, on Tony Lopez seventy six. Follow that guy, uh, Jeff Burtis at Shadow Walker zero six two on Twitter. Um, our links are going to be in the description of the podcast as well. Uh, follow our boys at the Hammer Time Podcast. Uh, their link is going to be in the description um and look out for bigger and better things from stadium junkies in general this next year we are going to be bigger badder and better than anything else out there this year that's the plan now my name is tony lopez jeffrey burtis signing out peace y'all we the more